Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Um, you know, it's hard to go to the store and purchase shitty snacks. I hate doing that. That's right. So there's a better, there's a better alternative. What Nature is Box. it? NatureBox has 100 nutritionist-approved snacks and something for everyone, all with zero artificial flavors, colors, and sweeteners. Zero grams of trans fats and no high-fructose corn syrup. And they deliver them to your house for free. You don't have to pay for your shipping. Oh, dude. I'm loving it. Uh, and if you're just a little bit on the fence, they will straight up send you a free trial box featuring five of their most popular snacks. You heard me. Free snacks in the mail. Interested? Yes. If you go to naturebox.com slash if I were you, you can get free NatureBox snacks delivered to your door. That's naturebox.com slash if I were you. And if you do purchase a nature box which is very affordable very nutritious very delicious send us that receipt forward it to if i were you show at gmail.com so we can give you a personalized shout out next time we endorse nature box for example last time we talked about nbx uh adam s ordered a box so thank you so much for adam s yeah t-bird c also ordered some so we'd like to say gracias for that <laughs> thank you to kevin n for what for ordering nature boxes. Oh, you know well. what? Also, in yeah. addition to him, <laughs> yeah. Ka- uh, James L. Uh-huh. ordered one. So I'd like to extend my uh, gratitude to you him. You think that's James L. Brooks? Yeah, it might be. <laughs> uh, John B. also ordered. So oh. mucho appreciato for yeah. that. And, you know, we would say that was it, but it's actually not because Jonathan A. did. So, uh, we, of course, he deserves The list doesn't you. end there either because Chantel K. Uh, as well ordered to nature, uh, as well ordered nature box. Wow. And that is, that's it. That's all. Actually, and somewhere you know actually, <laughs> there is a man, one man out there saying, why haven't they thanked me? I sent in a receipt and that man shall remain nameless, but you know who you are. <laughs> you man, sir, sir, shrugging your shoulders saying, did I send this? Just say his fucking name. Kevin C. That's right. Thank you, Kevin C. So if you're interested in stuff like sea salt, sun crunch, cranberry medley, jalapeno cashews, garden tomato crunchies, or any surprise snack with a full-size bag, please check out naturebox.com slash if I were you just for uh, a free sample. Free snacks in the mail. Can't get better than that. God bless America. And speaking of America, let's say thank you as well to Vegas.com. USA. USA. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas anytime soon, or you have some free weekend or vacation days lineup, could we recommend Las Vegas? And if you do go to Las Vegas, could we recommend Vegas.com? They really do serve up Vegas from the inside, because unlike other travel sites, they're from Las Vegas. Everyone at Vegas.com lives in Vegas, works in Vegas, and parties in Vegas. They rage their face off in Vegas. And if you do go to Vegas, can we recommend putting your money on black? <laughs> I really do. I really want to recommend. Black I, do, I really, too. I really think, I really think Black's gonna hit. So if you want to book anything from hotels to shows, vertical zip lining off the Rio, enter the code J and A in the promo box at checkout and get an extra ten percent off. That's Vegas.com and get bonus savings with the secret code J and A. I guess not really a secret because we're we're talking about it right secret now. Secret to everyone we just whispered it to yeah. over the internet. Vegas.com offers tours, attractions, VIP bottle service at the top clubs. I actually am down to rage or club with anybody. So if you all go to Vegas.com and order like a VIP club bottle service and you need me there, I'd be down to join and or attend. (laughs) Hit me up. I'd be down to make the models nervous quite actually. So please, if you're interested in uh, creating a a Vegas vacation of your own, or if you're going to Vegas anyway and you need some tips and or tricks, that is Vegas.com and use promo code J and A in the promo box. 
All right, let's get started because you're you're very ill. I am very ill. I'm about to die. Yeah. So uh, please enjoy this episode. Things got real. Bye. It's like in a, if I have a nightmare about a podcast, that's the background. I'm like running around an empty stage and like an MP, broken MP3 links are just flying at me and tweets yeah. like, hey, this episode sounds echoey. I actually can't even download it at all. It's you running to the airport for our Austin show, missing the flight. <laughs> that's the soundtrack. If I were you, I got to oh, get there. Fuck, fuck no. me. I'm not wearing any shoes. If I were you. Can you can you go through a airport security barefoot like show up at the airport without shoes? Yeah, I guess theoretically, and then they make you take off your shoes. <laughs> they make you take off your feet. They make well, they yeah. Then you walk through. They're like, "Sir, where are your shoes?" You're like, you, <laughs> I don't need them. They taser you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a foot bomber. Get off of me! Uh, thanks for rallying. This yeah. is your. This is your Michael Jordan flu game. Yeah. I feel this like is, I've been, we've been here before, haven't we? Where you, you're sick? Where I'm too sick, but I do the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess you do get sick quite more often than average. Do I? I don't know. Weren't you sick over in December, your December break? At one point you were sick. Yeah. And it's but, January and you're sick. Right. Which is what my mother told me. <laughs> and, I, and then I... My response is this. Uh, I don't, but what was, I don't think I was sick recently before that. I feel like I got back to back, uh, sinus infections or colds or something. But aside from that, I haven't really been sick. Yeah. Uh, unless I have. <laughs> I, I remember the last time I was sick, I did the podcast with Ben because you weren't in town and I was sick. And then I went over there and he was afraid that I was going to get him sick. Then he said that he got sick for me. It's a whole to-do. Yeah. Well, Ben gets sick all the time. Yeah. He's, he's also sick today. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I woke up feeling sick, and I saw an email from him saying he couldn't write with us because he was sick. He's too sick. Uh, it is funny to be sick how you don't appreciate health. Like, I feel fine, and I'm just like oh not God. that appreciative. But oh. how much money would you give to be me? $500. Wow. But you'd have to look like me for the rest of your life. I resent. Too late. I resent. I want the cash. <laughs> <laughs> You're sawing my face off. This wouldn't even work. This wasn't part of the plan. Yeah, I really do envy feeling healthy, just being able to breathe and stand up and not be sore and achy and tired yeah. and you, sad. I you, feel sorry for myself. <laughs> I feel pity on me. I really do feel pity on me. <laughs> And this, that's not a fun feeling. And I feel bad because, like, when I see that you're sick, I just get mad at you. Yeah. Like, that's not fair to you. Right. Why I'm do you like, get mad at me? I'm just like, oh, feel better so we can do more stuff. Like, and yeah. then I'm afraid that you'll get me sick. Right. Like, when I'm sick and I'm around you, like, oh, you're sick, you're gross, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, you are being mean to me all day. I know what it's like to be discriminated. Uh, yep. I've been protested. <laughs> Demonstrated against. <laughs> uh, do you think you'll be okay for our Austin show? It's Wednesday when we're recording. Right. This podcast I, goes up on Thursday. Our show's on Saturday. I'm horrified. I yeah. don't... I'm... <laughs> I think I'll be okay. I mean, this feels like the worst of it. You also are very acutely aware of when you get sick. And sometimes you're right. And sometimes you're able to nip it in the bud. Yeah, there's some... I feel like I can think of a couple times where I felt it coming on. And yeah. I like you drowned myself in fluids. Slept yeah. a lot. <laughs> uh, That's what you should do. You should just sleep for like 14 hours tonight. As soon something. as we're done with this, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. Your body... I think you can only... One more note about sickness, and then we should really move on. Sure. Well, this is me getting advice yeah. about sickness. <laughs> I think your body can only fight disease and on hours past eight of sleep. So, oh. like, if you sleep for eight hours, your body's not getting over it yet. But if you sleep for 12, then it's like you're giving your body four hours to fight the disease. That's a nice idea. One time I, like, slept for, like, 
the entire day basically i was just in bed resting and i got better so quickly because i think it was my body was just i was just like if i shut myself down my body doesn't have to figure out how to walk talk and like uh, do normal functions How and then it could fight that entire time i was either sleeping or like napping or like half asleep half napping. but did you get bored yeah i was bored but i was i was watching tv and i was i was excited to feel better oh so i could watch tv yeah you could be in bed watching tv and, and then like awake. drifting in and out of sleep in and out of consciousness right so i'd have to be watching something that wasn't very good yeah I'm thinking... Uh, Property Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> you love Property Brothers. That's what I was watching all morning. Uh, but you actually like that. Yeah, it's true. But it's like, I could miss a little bit of it because they like do so much recap. The only people I know that watch HGTV, HGTV are like girls in my life and you. <laughs> <laughs> you you, and every girl I know loves International House Hunters. Yeah, that's you and, pretty good. <laughs> you and every girl I know watches Property Brothers. The house Hunters is really slipping. And then you and every girl I know loves Flip It or Flop It. I lo- it's, it's just Flip or Flop ass. <laughs> I don't appreciate the accusations. Uh, I like Flip or Flop. What was the what was the one where LeBron was on like nine episodes oh, in a row? Uh, Flipper flops okay. I don't like Flipper flop that much. I I really like uh, Rehab Addict. Yeah, it's funny. Like they that get is these... the no Rehab Addict is absolutely the best show on HGTV. To me, it's like the same footage used for eight different close. shows. Not they even just fucking close. here's footage. All right, make a Rehab Addict, make a Flipper flop, no. make a House Hunters. It's just people looking at houses. It's all about the host. <laughs> Dick, the rehab addict. She, she, she she's a feisty she, little fire plug. She's feisty, but she works so hard. She restores all those houses to like their original glory. Flip it, or flip or flop is like <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go in here. They're putting paint on a or lipstick on a pig. That's what they do. They really are. Uh, all right, what is this show? It's if I were you, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by me. I'm Amir. I won't host this episode. That's all you then. <laughs> and you, I guess. Me. Okay. Jake. Jake. Um, I'm co-host. Um, sometimes you're healthy and sometimes you're ill. I'm so ill today. <laughs> what kind of ill are we talking just so I can uh, try to empathize? Uh, sore throat, stuffy nose. Uh, I feel lethargic and sore. Um I have. I feel like a head cold or something. What are your thoughts on medicine? Do you do it or do you just let it run its course naturally? Uh, no, I'll. I'm on a lot of medicine right now. Dayquil? But, no Dayquil. I think Dayquil. What am I on? I I took Sudafed for mm-hmm. the congestion. Sure. A leave for my achiness. That's good. And uh, some airborne just to inject me with vitamin C. Though I read this morning that vitamin C isn't actually that effective in oh, uh, getting over. Oh, just I think it might healthy. be it might be health, it might be good to like prevent a cold. But once you have it, then the vitamin C is not really doing you any favors. You know, it's good as drowsy medicine for when you're ready to go to bed. Pop like a Nyquil at 9 p.m. It'll knock your ass out. Oh, I should get Nyquil. I'll take it at fucking five. <laughs> I'll take it right fucking now. I don't I'll care. snort some Nyquil <laughs> this second. But I try not to uh, eat too much medicine. Like sometimes I'll take a leave if I'm sore from uh, something. But I try not to take too much medicine when I'm not sick. Like Streeter's just always on medicine. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> just throwing him under the bus. Ben's always sick. Streeter's <laughs> always on medicine. And Flipper Flop is putting lipstick on a goddamn pig. And then there's me, an Adonis, who happens to be ill at this point in time, but for the most part is a healthy, healthy uh, guy. Streeter calls himself over-the-counter side out. <laughs> An OTC. Yeah, you know him. Oh, shit. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Let's do this. What, uh, what did you say? Uh, it was another um, uh, illness thing. Um, but I already forget. All right. Um, all right. These are real emails from real people. Uh, we're going to give them fake names to preserve you their know, anonymity. You didn't explain how the show goes. Oh, I didn't? No. Oh, shit. See, now you got me fucked up. Wait, maybe you did. Did I? I no. Don't know. no, no, no. I just said who hosted it. Oh, uh, yeah. This is an advice podcast, basically, you guys. Uh, people write us in uh, if I reshow at gmail.com and they are seeking our advice and then we do our best to offer it on this program. Perfect. Uh, okay, so this is our first email that we're reading. Why don't we stay with the HGTV theme? Do you have a name for a girl? 
Nicole Curtis. Nicole Curtis. The rehab addict herself. Uh, hey guys, so it was an it was New Year's a little bit ago, and you guessed it, I hooked up with a guy. It was nothing special, just a classic New Year's kiss, plus a bit more. I never thought anything of it, because it was just New Year's, so me and him continued to text a bit, and I was moving soon, and so I thought it was obvious that I never had feelings for him. I was wrong. Apparently, he took the hooking up very seriously, and he took our texting as flirtatious because he just told me that he is planning a vacation to where I live. Now, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I also really don't want to see him at all or have him expect his vacation to be week-long hookup sesh. How do I tell him that I don't really want to see him? Or how could I warn him that his vacation won't be a week-long hookup sesh? P.S. Love the show, and thank you for bringing me into the world of Tinder. Love, Nicole Curtis. All right, Nikki. Uh, so this guy didn't quite get any hints that this girl might have been throwing his way. Right. Because they hooked up, and then they texted, and to him, it's like, oh, she's interested. Right, but so interested that I'm going to plan a vacation? That's a little crazy. Yeah, you think he's just like, you think she, he's like, oh, she'll be down, I'm going to plan a vacation, and we're going to hook up. I feel like it depends where she lives. If she lives in Miami... That it's like, oh, all right, I could see him reasonably planning a vacation here. And if she lives in Miami of Ohio? <laughs> then I think he's being a stalker. <laughs> I think he's coming here for me. So what would you say that she should say? This I is guess, sort of a text Jake dilemma. Yeah, that's true. Textjake.com, the website that allows Jake Hurwitz to suggest texts for you. Please do check it out. It's still up and running. That's but this, right. one's, this one's for free. So what do you suggest the text should be? Um, I don't know. Do you say this, explicitly don't come? Or like, you, just like, so you know? Yeah, how far along is he in planning this? Hopefully not very, because she's not down to see him at all. It's really dangerous, because if... I mean, I guess if it's me, I would first text, like, oh, I'm not going to be around that weekend. Or that oh, week. you just straight up lie. Or like, have fun. I'll give you some restaurant advice. Oh, that's good. And then if he's like, oh, I'll, like plan it for when you're in town then i would say oh you have the wrong idea i wouldn't do that i think and i think you just say like as flattering as that is like i'm not i wouldn't really be amped on having a a week-long <laughs> visitor <laughs> i was planning on staying with you yeah no thanks you think uh, it's worth a white lying saying uh just so you know i'm starting to see somebody or just so you know i won't be in town or I'm busy with this, that, and the other. Or should she just be completely honest and be like, uh, by the way, I don't plan on ever hooking up with you ever again. See, I feel like that's... This guy hasn't totally proven that he can't take a hint yet. I think, he, I think you're allowed to give him one more hint. Especially because you did kiss him and you did flirt with him. So why don't you just send him one hint like, I'm busy or I'm... Or, um, I mean, busy is really the only, like, hint. Keeping it vague. Yeah. Is this something that you run into? Like, oh, let's give this guy a hint and then see if he takes one hint. And if he can't take that hint, then you have to be more blunt. Uh, I'm, I'm not very good at being blunt with anybody ever, but I'm getting better at it. And I've been in this situation where, like, somebody might say, oh, I want to come visit. I want to come visit you in New York. I want to come visit Los Angeles. Right. And I'm like oh yeah that's awesome and then they're like getting into actual planning stages and i realize what an integral part i am to the process and it's like uh what weekend is good for you and then yeah. i'm like oh i don't accept a weekend visitor and usually i'll just say something like that like my schedule is always changing i'm super busy i can't accept a weekend visitor but like you plan this trip if you want to take it and if i'm in town we'll meet up and it'll be fun so this is the equivalent of like hooking up with someone in a city that's not yours, and then you are just having fun, flirtatious texting. And like, oh, you got to come visit me in New York. Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll come back to XYZ. Yeah, it'll be fun, which is right. fine. And then it's like, all right, I'm looking at the calendar. And you're like, uh, well, I didn't really expect for you to do that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't want you to stay with me. This is real. No, thanks. Because <laughs> hooking up, like having a weekend visit, it's like fun for a little bit. Yeah, that's and but that's then a lot. It's like being in a relationship with a stranger. Yeah. You're spending 24 hours with somebody. <laughs> Even more. Yeah. It's such a real thing that comes out of a one night of hooking uppery. Right. That's a big 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 ask. I would probably white lie and be like, "Uh, I'm either one seeing somebody 
So it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. If you're do gonna this white lie, seeing someone is the better thing than not being in town because they other, might see you, or he might just be like, oh, I'll just change my flight, and now I'm gonna come another time when you are in town. Oh, and then you have to be like, uh, I don't want to see you, and then he's like, why didn't you just say that, making you feel bad? You're right. But like, fuck him. You know, we should make anybody feel bad. <laughs> he's a moron. Let's get a really phlegmy hat. Oh no. <laughs> oh no kanye with a head cold oh uh all right I think <laughs> also jewish kanye <laughs> uh is that it's is, 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 it? <laughs> is that it for her i think so uh would you suggest the white lie or would you suggest the truth i would suggest i'm busy and don't plan your trip around me and if it sounds like if his response is like I am planning the trip around you. Then you say, oh, I don't want to be at that place with anybody. Uh, especially like, you. Yeah, no, you never say especially you. <laughs> never say especially you. It's always just assumed. Yeah, it is a total, like, I don't want a relationship with anyone in the whole world. Like, really? Especially you. But not anyone in the whole, I don't really, I'm not looking for a relationship with anyone. Yeah. And you fit the description of somebody I don't want to be with. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm kind of busy next week, so I don't know if I can see anybody, especially you. <laughs> if you were amazing, I'd probably find a way, right? It's like a fortune cookie where you add in bed after. <laughs> especially you. Just assume whatever, when, whatever vague excuse somebody gives you, they're saying, yeah. especially you. I'm drunk and horny. I'll go home with anyone, especially you. <laughs> oh, so that could be a good thing, too. Yeah, it can be, of course. <laughs> That's nice. So never take anything personally, both good and bad. I think that's a good life credence, credo. Especially you. Yeah, and then you never get too high or too low. Especially you. <laughs> Especially me. Do you think I'll ever kiss a girl? <laughs> I think I think everyone deserves to kiss a girl. Especially you. But do you think I really, really, really am overdue? Uh, <laughs> At this I point, think, it's... <laughs> I think it's sad if anybody's 32 and they haven't kissed a girl. Especially... <laughs> You. Especially Jews. Uh, all right. Next question. Yes. Uh, we need a guy's name. Um, I think one of the properties brother, property brothers is named Doug. Oh, that's good. Doug Property writes. You know that's his last name? <laughs> it's crazy. Doug in jail property. His name is Jail Property. <laughs> what a bad name. Doug Property writes. I have a couple questions for you. My girlfriend and I have been dating for five months. I get frustrated when her texts with me aren't cute or nice, and I tell her in a nice way. She is accepting of the feedback and is getting better, but I'm worried that it makes me look needy or controlling. Is it okay for a guy to bring this stuff up, or should I not? I'm 24, and she is 22, and we just started having sex. I think I'm pretty good at the pull-out method, but I'm worried that <laughs> that this is not enough. Should we incorporate any other methods, or is that deaf dece? Let me know if you're going to use this question. Y'all are ballers, shot callers, and shit on crawlers. Peace deuces, I'm out. <laughs> Turn off. This guy just sneakily asked two questions in one. He just Do you see the transition sentence that just made it up? Is it controlling? I'm 24, she's 22. We're good at the pull-up. And they're like, wait, this is, now I'm reading something else. You conned me. It's like he realized, he realized there was a much bigger problem at stake. One is texting, the other is birth control. (laughs) And he has two big issues with We just started having sex. Oh, actually, there's an issue there. (laughs) Can I pull out? Is that fine? Is that good? All right. First things first. You're a little bit needy, it sounds like. I I don't want to seem needy or controlling. I guess what you're doing is a little bit of both. Yeah. You're trying to control the way she texts because you need more affection. That's like the opposite problem that I've ever experienced. I always want uh, ladies to chill out. To text less. Yeah, text less. Don't be so affectionate right off the bat. I like, like, you know, keep it cash. Right. But I guess that this guy's talking about a girlfriend. I'm talking about non-girlfriends. I think I'm, I also like, I don't want to jump on his case. I understand where he's coming from. Like a cold message from your girlfriend. You're like, wait, you're being mean to me. Yeah, well, it's, t- it's tough. And I feel like texts are so, since they're so impersonal, like if you, if you write like, I'll pick you up at 730, how does that sound? And she wrote, okay then you're like she's mad she wants it to be any other time besides 7 30 but that's not necessarily true it's just like 
She just forgot an exclamation the point. The society that we live in, man. <laughs> Everything counts. Every character matters. Wow. It's this 140 character or less society, We're man. We're looking at each other's screens instead of each other's faces. Yeah. Staring, staring at heart emojis instead of actual hearts. <laughs> I mean, it's sick. It's sick. You are sick. I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. So... It sounds like he's doing a decent job with that. He's like telling her nicely that he wants a little more from her in the texting regard. As yeah. long as he doesn't have any expectations, then he's doing it with a pure heart. And as long as you're not getting mad at her for being herself, then then I say carry on and toda. Yeah, easy. And I think one of the best ways to get her uh, on your text level is just to send the text that you send the type of text you wish that she would send, and then you'll change your your shorthand and the language you use with each other. Part two, (laughs) the pull-out method is actually not uh, much less effective than a condom. It's the issue with the pull-out method is, and I think this might be tough because you said, I think I'm pretty good at the pull-out method. Like, if you actually pull out and you successfully do it, then yeah, there's not a large chance of a girl getting pregnant, though... There is some uh, semen in pre-ejaculate, though uh, that usually only will happen if you're having sex like multiple times. Pre-ejaculate doesn't. Pre, sorry, pre-ejaculate doesn't actually contain semen. I, you can see I've argued with girls about not wearing a condom. This is a like, lot. It's amazing how much research and knowledge you have when it comes to fucking girls without a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is like I don't know how herpes works. What's the internet? What how does, how does certain things happen? But you're like, uh, in terms of pre ejaculate, now the semen per ounce. So in terms of pre ejaculate, what that is is actually just um, it's fluid going through to cleanse your urethra of um, like urine essentially. Uh, but sometimes if you have sex and then you have sex again, the pre ejaculate will. All, not just clear out the urine, but it will clear out some semen as well. And that's how people can like get pregnant from pre-ejaculate. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I don't know. I think that's pretty And this sweet. is all just, you're talking about pregnancy, not necessarily STDs. Right, which I don't think he's, if he's in a committed relationship and then he's not really worried about STDs. Yeah. But yeah, that does not prevent, pulling out doesn't prevent STDs at all. Uh, so... Ipso facto, <laughs> cogito ergo sum. The problem with uh, pulling out as birth control is that fucking feels really good, and sometimes you want to stay in there, and sometimes you don't pull out quick enough, and sometimes you do get a little splooge in the old VV. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where the problem lies. Right. And it sounds like he's a little worried that he thinks he's pretty good. You have to be pretty immaculate. Yeah, you, you gotta, have to be very perfect with that. Otherwise, because the penalty is pregnancy. Yeah. Which is not a good place to be. No. <clears throat> Who knows what her reaction to being pregnant would be. So it sounds like you guys could talk to some people at Planned Parenthood or a guidance counselor <laughs> or someone who's not a moron on a podcast who <laughs> likes fucking people without condoms and they'll tell you why don't we just say right now be care be use a condom sure yeah that way it's like hey we told him to use a condom that's a responsible thing for us to do yeah why don't we tell him to practice abstinence <laughs> as long as we're fucking going off the rails over here yeah sure don't have sex with anybody the safest thing you can do is not fuck at all yeah because he could put on the condom incorrectly too Yep, anything can happen. Uh, so, birth control. Uh, oh yeah, birth control. Birth control thing. Yeah, I don't know how. Oh, she's twenty two. She could. Yeah, you're allowed to do that. That way, you can sleep with her without a, a condom, and then you can also not have to pull out. That's. I mean, that's the ideal thing. But I think sometimes for uh, women, birth control affects uh, people differently. Yeah. Well, he's a guy, so he wins. <laughs> I got their affectionate, right? They don't affect me. I don't have to take a pill. I don't have to change my mood. <laughs> Your mood sucks all the time. You're always hormonal. You're an angry hormonal guy. I think you always have PMS. <laughs> That'd be funny stakes for a bet. We should discuss our Super Bowl bet, but one of the options is I get uh, birth control. I'll get a month of birth control for my daddy, and we just have to take it. 
We have to take <laughs> You have to a take estrogen yeah. estrogen pills <laughs> for a month. month. That'd be so fun. You would grow breasts. I don't think so. But that would be funny. Your voice would change. <laughs> I don't think pills just turn you into a woman. Isn't I thought that's what estrogen pills were. I don't know. This is see, this is another thing we don't know about. That's true. Uh but that that'd be funny stakes for the vet. Who do you like in the Super Bowl? This is really tough. This is really tough. It's so tough. It's like one of the few, and even Vegas is confused. It's a pick 'em, which means there's no spread. They're like, I don't know who's going to win. It's, yeah. a, it's a coin toss. I think Seattle seems with- like the team of destiny because mm-hmm. they shouldn't have been there. Right. But then also you think about it like that. It wouldn't necessarily be super sad if they lost because they had such an amazing win. Like they're not going to recreate that last, their playoff win. Right. Um, but then I like a lot of players on Seattle. Then, of course, I love Tom Brady. That cheater? That's my other issue. I'm, I'm going to find it very hard to root for the Patriots. Because <laughs> they're a cheater. They deflated footballs. If Bill Belichick just uh, videotapes other teams' practices <laughs> and then deflates footballs so his quarterback can throw them better and his receivers can catch them easier, he, they're a hard team to like. They're a villainous. We're not really worried about that. We're just uh, we're trying to put the most points on the board, you know. Right, sure. And Billy, you, uh, uh, Mr. Belichick, you did deflate. Sure. sure. <laughs> yes. No, okay. I, I, de- I did. I deflated eleven footballs. All right. But you, I'm I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to give you a chance. If you want to, you can take off your wet hoodie. Do you want to? Okay. Do you want to change? Uh, no. You look you. uncomfortable. No, I'm I'm quite all right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm soaking wet. I am a cheater. And I'm, <laughs> <laughs> this is him. He's talking while deflating a football in front of the press. Sorry, I'm just getting these guys prepared. What the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> Deflated football. I did read that they uh, replaced all the footballs after halftime. Oh. So after halftime, the Patriots played with full-size footballs, and that was when they outscored. Yeah, which is one of the weirdest to, uh, things. Zero. It's like they were already going to win, so they didn't even. It's the weirdest type of cheating is when you're already up by a lot. Yeah, I guess when you're a cheater, you just try to cheat all the time. Though. You don't just like just cheat to win. You try to you cheat in every game. Yeah, there's a there's old footage of Billichek tying a ref's shoelaces together in the '80s. <laughs> he was trying to, I guess, trip him so what that he didn't goofball. see a past inter- past interference call. Uh, and I do. Want, I want Tom Brady to win. So what? It, well, if if you were to bet on who you want to root for more, do you even know? It's really tough. Do we have to decide today? No, I'm just saying yeah. in general. Uh, I, th- I mean, I, I would lean toward uh, the Patriots. Okay, cool, because I'll lean towards Seattle. It'd be fun if you bet on Seattle last year and won, and then I bet on Seattle this year and lost. Yeah. That wouldn't be fair. God, I also, I mean, I don't want to bet against Seattle. I like Seattle a lot. It's really tough. Um, this is the exact matchup that I wanted in the Super Bowl. That's it happened. Sure. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, all right, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. And answer more questions. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. 
Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non-movement good. That's movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness now. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitness <laughs> now nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results. That know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we've returned. Welcome back. Um, I wanted to read an email we got about the last podcast episode where we talked about herpes. Because this girl has an inside uh, viewpoint that we didn't get across because... Well, let me just read it. Ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, she writes, I wanted to send in a little note to you guys regarding your herpes episode. I feel like you guys have a strong voice for people in the 14 to 30 range, and your opinions on herpes and STDs in general might be influential in the wrong way. I caught HSV1, which is herpes simplex virus 1, last year from a guy going down on me. HSV1 is the oral version of the virus, but it was transmitted to me genitally. I have dated and been sexually active since catching it, though I've been safe about it and I haven't passed the virus to anyone else. However, there have been times that I've been flat out rejected for having herpes. Now, I'm aware that the girl in your question was dealing with someone who has HSV2, which is the genital version, which can seem like a scarier version of the virus. But as someone living with herpes, I think it needs to be realized that herpes is not as scary as as it's made out to be. STDs should be taken seriously, don't get me wrong, but I fear that instead of educating themselves on herpes, people listening to the podcast uh, might just take your advice or opinion as standard and they should apply it to their own lives. This can perpetuate the problem associated with the stigma related to STDs. The fact that Amir would put such a negative twist on herpes, so much so that he would never consider starting a relationship with someone who has it, really saddens me. I'd appreciate, uh, I did appreciate Jake defending the honor of us with the virus. However, maybe when addressing STD-related re- questions in the future, you could try to think of the answer from both sides of the coin. I mean, this girl's a bitch. Yeah. Let <laughs> me just read it to make fun of her. Picking out the grammar mistakes. Picking <laughs> out her email address. Littered with spelling errors. Uh, no, but it's true. We didn't consider What do you mean we thing. didn't? You, did you read the I end? think we were both wrong to she said cast this. She was upset by your opinion. Shadow. And she was brightened by mine. <laughs> uh, okay. That's fair. Uh, so I will say that I did. I was very black and white in my cast uh, casting out of people with herpes. I think you called them negative a hundred. <laughs> no, that is such a lie. I called them negative ninety nine. You did. That's yeah. Right. And I said I can't imagine someone being so perfect as to crawl out of that hole. Yeah. That if, if someone with herpes was absolutely perfect in every way, <laughs> they might be a one on your scale of zero. Or of negative 100 to 100. When you say it like that, it sounds mean in a way. And 
a person who's just a goddamn saint. Mother Teresa with herpes is a one to you, is what you said. And a cold, <laughs> calculating, terrible human who's just disease-free is a 40 to 50. Yeah. And she's hot. Yeah. Uh, so I do apologize. Thank you for emailing us. And thanks for uh, sharing your insider opinion about how you shouldn't just discount people with herpes. People with herpes are people, too. They have, and they're able to have, <clears throat> you know, fairly normal relationships without passing on this disease. Sure. Uh, so it's good that, or I, at well, least if you're I in a relationship better. with someone with herpes, there's a very good chance you'll get herpes. Well, what if you're safe and you have condoms and all that stuff? I think if you're in a long-term committed relationship with someone, uh, they say that the chances are it's just likely. Just so it's like you might as well. <laughs> we're back to giving advice. We're not. Qualified. Well, no, I'm, but if you, but I think you can like you could date somebody with herpes and be careful and not catch it and yeah. see if like that's the kind of person you want to be with. Yeah, but I think I don't think you'd be safe forever, especially with herpes simplex one. I think it's a lot easier to transmit them. H- uh, than herpes too. So I guess the moral of the story is do your own research. Sorry for being so... The moral uh, of the story is definitely that we don't know enough about herpes. Yeah. <laughs> don't listen to us. But keep listening to us. Uh, what else did you want to talk about? Oh. <clears throat> oh no. Now I'm getting sick. Uh, our show in Austin is sold out so we don't even have to promote it anymore. We can right. just talk about how excited we are to go there. We are excited. And Houston... Yeah, which is part of the Come and Take It Comedy Festival. Tickets are still available for that. But we know what time we're going on now. Oh, yeah, 8.30. 8.30 on Sunday. On Sunday. We don't know how big the room is. Uh, But the the ticket, you can't just get a ticket for our individual show, so you get a ticket for a whole day or two of comedy. So that'll be fun if you're a fan of... There's a bunch of other podcasters and comedians, like Norm MacDonald will be there. Oh, wow. So that'll be fun. Anyway, So buy the ticket for us... Come for Norm McDonald. <laughs> yeah. Buy the tickets for us, and then if you want to, you can see like Norm McDonald do comedy. Let's too. just say we're opening for Norm McDonald yeah. to people. Whether it's true or not doesn't matter. Sure. Uh, anything else? Um, I think we talked enough. Are you ready to get back to it? Sure, I guess. The sooner we're done with this, the sooner I get to go buy NyQuil and pass out. Have you ever done NyQuil? I don't think i have i sort of discovered it late in the game and it is it's a game changer do you just do you take a is it a tablet or do you sip it yeah it's two tablets basically before you go to bed and it knocks you out so like when you're sick and you're sleeping you sort of wake up sneezing doing all this stuff yeah and the night will basically like i put my head down and then 10 hours later i wake up and i notice i haven't moved I, I was like drugged because I actually was drugged. I don't know if I want that. I, you, it is a thick, thick, dense, inescapable sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you are a dummy. You are a dead dummy for that long. Eight to ten hours. Well, yeah, my cabin is too flimsy. <laughs> you, will, you will sleep through the greatest of earthquakes. Um, uh, all right. We need another guy's name. Who'd I say I already dug? Yeah. I think the other property brother is named Steve. <laughs> Steve Property writes, I made a lot of friends in high school and a couple years back. Now, <clears throat> I made a lot of friends in high school a couple years back, but now I'm finished and I'm in the second year of college and I've realized that most of my friends I made were dickheads and just do stupid things. So I've been pulling the Jake fade. Slowly but surely it worked and I basically stopped talking to them completely, which I guess is what I wanted. Anyways, now I'm only left with a couple of friends and not exactly enough to go out with or have a good time. So I'm wondering if you guys have any tips about complete uh, finding a completely new friend group outside of school or work. Do I just talk to random people, see if they have a cool group and impose my will on their whole social life? Please, Jake and Amir, help me. You're my only hope. Love, Steve Property. <laughs> <laughs> this guy pulled the Jake Faye. Yeah, I'm an entire group of <laughs> Later, losers. <laughs> they are uh, all close and good to each other. They are brothers in arms, and I am on the outside more than looking in. I am stroking the window. I don't have a job, so I can't meet anybody at work, and I finish... With everyone at school, I've exhausted all my relationships. Everyone sees me as the kind of friend who doesn't stick around and fades away. Help. (laughs) Should I just walk up to random groups of people and see if they have a cool crew? And once I find out if they do, impose my will? Y'all look kind of cool. Interested in having another friend in your life? Flipping a coin. 
this is a but this is a common problem, which is how do I make friends as an adult? Yeah, I feel like because there's all these apps to meet people for a relationship. There should be an adult friend finder website. There is definitely. So you're just adults, and you're looking to find a friend. So yeah, just go on to adultfriendfinder.com. <laughs> oh, all these ladies look pretty interesting. Oh, this one is a prostitute. <laughs> so uh, is this one. What do you do? Well, who are your latest friends, and how have you found them? Um. Well, I guess it's like George and Billy. Right. So, like, people, coworkers or friends of friends? Yeah, I feel it, but that's tough for him because he's not going to (laughs) be alienated all of his friends. So, what mutual friends is he going to find? Yeah. What about a hobby? That's, I think that would be uh, some good friends like uh, Stacy we met at the rock climbing gym. That's right. So, you you can take something up and then see who else is interested in that thing. And the good news about that is that you'll automatically have something in common with anybody you meet practicing a hobby you like because you both like said hobby this, aren't, isn't there a website or an app like meetup or event something where it's like you big groups of people get together and do hobbies sounds nice yeah i think it's called meetup meetup.org but don't once again don't quote me on that but i do think there what, are is that websites. what you would do though you would turn to the if you moved if you had to move to nebraska yeah for for work or whatever. Yeah. And nobody's there with you. How would you go out and make friends? I think I would, uh, one, see if I had any friends of friends in the area. So, like, I would search Facebook to see if I had friends of friends, like, two, two degrees away. Because the best way to meet people is to see who your friends like to hang out with. And sometimes you become closer with those friends of friends. Yeah, what if you hate all your friends? <laughs> then there might be an issue with you, with me at that point. But uh, I think the hobby thing is a is a great way to go because then you're not relying on other people that you've known already. You're relying on uh, something that you like to do regardless. Like if yeah. I like to play basketball, I'd go play basketball. And then if somebody's friendly, you can sort of tell right away. That's a good plan. It's like, oh, we should do this again. Oh, we should do this again. Another option is you go out on a date, you mm. like use Tinder Okay, Cupid, ets, ets, ets. And then you <laughs> and then you meet up with somebody. And you know when a girl or a guy says, like, I actually, I think we should just be friends. <laughs> and you take that as like, oh, we'll never talk to each other again. You're like, I will take you up on that. I'm actually delighted that you didn't want to be with me romantically. Do you have a cool crew that you could plug me into? I'd like to just be friends with you and her and her and her. And then he realizes that all of his friends are just girls that he's gone on dates with that don't want to fuck him. That's the best type of friend you can have. Yeah, all you need to do is get friend zoned by a couple girls. <laughs> and you're, you're in the zone for a lot of girls. It's a very small zone. It's just you. Yep. But then there's a bunch of ladies around that zone. And then you can hang out with them. Perfect. Uh, there. Two very, very practical, useful pieces of advice. I don't know what else this guy needs. Maybe we can offer to be his friend. Um, no, I don't want to do that. I'm, I, now that I think about it, I'm kind of full. Yeah, I mean, pulling the, the, the me fadeaway on a group of friends is a little <laughs> shysty, actually. Uh, I I'd have to really explore the entire group and why you wanted to not be friends. I guess it makes sense, because sometimes there's like groups of shitty friends that you need to get out of yeah that's so okay. i'm proud of you if it was a good decision yeah if they're terrible and you're not then you did the right thing also this guy's a second year in college which is oh yeah that's be a very easy place to find friends it's true i feel like the friends i made the friends you make in the beginning of college are like that's the first group that's like uh, i need friends who 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 anybody and then i think like as time goes on you realize like who your actual yeah. friends are college is like a room filled with 10,000 people and then for the first year you can only talk to the people that are standing next to you and sometimes that works out serendipitously and sometimes not and then like the second year you get to walk around and meet people and you become friends with those people based on mutual hobbies hobbies classes if you're in college yeah like activities do some activities boss join some clubs bro come on play some intramural sports man you really you, haven't, you didn't do any of this stuff. I dropped out, but I had friends. <laughs> I still liked my high school friends. They were funny. 
<laughs> they actually did some pretty funny jackass videos. <laughs> like this one time I got into a freaking shopping cart and my my main man just launched me into a wall. So I hit a wall and then we taped it. <laughs> this is really stuff that did happen. <laughs> so I don't appreciate it. Did you really make jackass videos? Yeah, dude. We did. <laughs> you know how I got these scars? What's the most painful thing that your friends convinced you to do? Um, it, it was really like, I didn't, I feel like I came up, I was not the one that was doing the stunts. <laughs> you were more of a director. I, I was, yeah, I was like, I feel like if we were a jackass crew, my yeah. friend Ian was Johnny Knoxville and yeah. I was more of like a Dave England <laughs> or a Chris Pontius. Yeah. Only without the skateboarding ability. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy that just shot the footage and didn't do shit? Uh, I mean, my friend Ian, we like convinced him to jump off a ladder. <laughs> we lit his shoes on fire and had him do a backflip. There's always one friend who's stupid enough to do everything because it makes him cool for 30 seconds. But like, time. that wasn't Ian, man, because he was cool before he did any of this shit. So why, why would he like to let his shoes on fire and do a backflip off a ladder? He was like the most athletic, I guess. You could just, <laughs> he was just like a... He was so compact he was a tough little square of a man <laughs> he was a beef and he was not afraid to jump and ride his bike off of ramps so that was you know what we had to do you were like bam you always did shit and then someone put a snake in your face and you would cry <laughs> no this is actually not cool you guys <laughs> oh nobody was oh, bam sucked <laughs> <laughs> the worst, the worst jackass. They're really like involved. the jackass characters uh, can be all be applied to a group of friends. Oh, that's fun. Who am I? Preston Lacey? <laughs> You're a wee man. <laughs> Excuse. Wee man's actually probably one of the coolest. <laughs> so I'm sorry for saying that. You're you just are a small person. <laughs> You're a small man emotionally, not physically, of course. Uh, all right, that's our advice. Uh, meet people either online or offline. It gets better. It gets better. Uh, thank you for listening. That's it. That's it for this episode. Um, if you have your own questions, please send them to show at gmail.com. We read them all, but we can't reply to everyone, nor can we answer every question on the show. It would take too many episodes. We have 11,000 emails for crying out loud. Uh, we also start and end every single episode with, a, with an original theme song written and recorded by our talented fans. The first one was from, uh, did we ever even say his name? Maybe not. Wow. The first one was from Jamie. So thank you, Jamie, for that one. And this closing one is from Michael Park. Uh, so, guys, thank you for listening. We're back on a Monday. And if you're in Texas, we'll see you there. Thanks, guys. If I were you, here's what I'd do. I would love the summer flash from these two Jews. If your situation to podcast one this thursday the chive the podcast this is really cool if it's funny it's hot and it's trending they're on it yes sir so tell all your friends the chive's coming to podcast one well at least the ones who like comedy sports and, and boobs america loves what they love the chive the podcast coming to podcast one this thursday that's podcast one.com